Shalom, welcome to Torah Bites. This is Alan Gilman with Torah Bites for the week of February the 25th, 2023, the 4th of Adar, 5783. The following was originally posted the week of March the 4th, 2017, the 6th of Adar, 5777. This week's message is entitled, Mercy Place, and I'm reading from Shemot, Exodus chapter 26 and verse 34. You shall put the mercy seat on the Ark of the Testimony in the Most Holy Place. As part of the building of the Mishkan, or in English the tabernacle and its furnishings, God directed Moses to build a kaporet, an ornate cover, to be placed on top of the Aron Habrit, the Ark of the Covenant. The Aron Habrit was an elegant box that contained the tablets of the Ten Commandments, a jar with a portion of manna, and Aaron's rod that had budded. It resided in the Mishkan's inner sanctum called the Kodesh HaKadashim, or in English, the Most Holy Place, and it represented the very presence of God within the community of Israel. When the Kohen Hagadol, the high priest, entered the Kodesh HaKadashim once a year at Yom Kippur, the Day of Atonement, the Kaporet was the focus of his attention, for he was to apply the blood of the festival's special sacrifices before it and over it. The purpose of this ritual was to provide purification for the inner sanctum from the people's uncleanness, transgressions, and sins. The Kaporet was a lid made of pure gold overshadowed by the wings of golden kruvim, or in English, cherubim. The scriptures tell us little about these creatures. We are introduced to them when Adam and Eve are banished from the Garden of Eden, and God placed them to guard the tree of life. It is possible, therefore, that their being symbolically part of the kaporet was to remind Israel that the way to everlasting life remained blocked during the days of the Mishkan and its successor, the Temple. Many English Bible versions translate kaporet as mercy seat. This goes back to one of the earliest English Bible translators, William Tyndale, whose 16th century translation became the core of the King James Bible and much of subsequent English translation tradition. It appears that Tyndale's rendering of kaporet as mercy seat is based on Paul's use of the Greek equivalent hilasterion in his letter to the Romans as he refers to the Messiah Yeshua, whom God hath made a seat of mercy through faith in his blood. Hilasterion is the word for kaporet used by the Septuagint, the early Greek translation of the Hebrew Scriptures that was common in Paul's day. While Hilasterion had a different usage in Greek outside the Bible, Paul must have had its biblical use in mind, a connection that Tyndale chose to make abundantly clear. Regrettably, in my opinion, the translators of the King James Bible and many other later English translations chose not to preserve this connection. Instead, most go with the pagan Greek meaning propitiation, which is the idea of appeasing an angry god. Ironically, the King James and many other English translations that use propitiation in Romans retain Tyndale's mercy seat in Exodus, even though the reason for translating the kaporet as mercy seat is because Tyndale was drawing from Paul's allusion in Romans to the place of God's presence and mercy where cleansing occurs. You may not be aware of the great controversy among scholars over the meaning of Paul's use of hilasterion. This is part of a discussion about how Yeshua's suffering and death provides forgiveness and acceptance to those who trust in him. 
But however it works, let us not miss the power of Paul's illusion. Through Yeshua's giving of his life, he has become our kaporet, the place of mercy. What was once hidden and inaccessible has become available to all. If we put our trust in him, God purifies us once and for all, making us fit to freely enter his presence. Torabytes is located on the web at www.torabytes.org. Comments may be sent to info at torabytes.org. You can follow us on Twitter at Torabytes. Until next time, this is Alan Gilman for Torabytes. Lehetroot. <laughs>